Welcome to Seminary Dropout, interviews with leading theologians, biblical scholars, leaders, and thinkers, asking questions and having conversations that help us better understand God and ourselves. For believers and doubters alike, let's go. Hey friends, I hope you're well today. I'm doing something a little bit different on this episode. Every once in a while, I don't do this very often, but every once in a while I do just kind of a check-in. Sometimes it's kind of housekeeping, updating you on kind of the state of the podcast, that sort of thing. And I'm going to give you, I'm going to kind of update you a little bit on kind of my personal life today. Again, I rarely do this. uh, A couple times I've done the housekeeping thing, but it's rarely really about my life and kind of where I am right now. I really thought I'm not doing this arbitrarily. I want to update you on some things because it's going to probably impact the podcast a little bit. As most of you know, the schedule has been pretty sporadic, and even during the pandemic, it was very sporadic. I think one year there, I did like two episodes. I've been a little more consistent in the last couple of years, but nowhere near the weekly schedule I had, like in the, I don't know, probably 2015, 16, somewhere in there. But uh, so yeah, so it's been really sporadic, and that's just because life is is busy, And I've done some things that I wanted to do, like write the book and finish that. And so I still really love hosting this podcast. I love the conversations that I get to have. I don't expect I'll ever stop doing it. It may just be very sporadic in different seasons. Uh, And so that leads me to what I wanted to talk with you about today, which again is a little bit about my personal life. Some of you may know if you follow me on um, Instagram or threads or Twitter that, or Facebook, if I've, I've recently gone back to seminary. So for all that you have interacted, um, yes, the jokes are hilarious. Uh, are we going to change the name of this show? Uh, that sort of thing. Hilarious. I get it. Um, maybe we'll add, someone had the idea of adding an asterisk to the title. And I thought that's pretty funny. Most of you know, if you've been listening for a while that the title seminary dropouts really not about me. It's kind of about the tone of the show. Uh, So they're on, you know, really there would be no reason to change the title, but I still think it's pretty funny to add an asterisk. So maybe at some point we'll do that. I mean, I'm still a dropout at this point. Give it time. I could drop out a, a third time. But I hope not. But I wanted to kind of let you in on kind of my thought process with that and why I made that decision. My close friends know I've had kind of what I've called a vocational angst for a, a long time. My day job here in Austin is in real estate, and I am appreciative for that. I think I'm good at that. But it's never really, it's never really been my passion and that's okay. Sometimes we don't all get to live out our passion uh, and I get that. That's totally fine. Like I said, I don't hate my job. I don't hate getting up every day, Uh, but there are stresses with it as well in these kind of jobs where you have, where you just make a commission. That's kind of a feast or famine situation. But anyway, I'm, I'm appreciative of it. It's been good to me. It lets me do things like this podcast, uh, and 
and it gives me that flexibility. So I'm appreciative for that. I would say for probably, I don't know, five plus years, the idea of going back to seminary has become more and more attractive to me. I would say even longer than that, I would tell people, you know, maybe someday when I retire, I'll go back to seminary just because I want the, the, um, the knowledge, you know? So as time went on, that became more and more attractive. And the thing is, is I, right now I'm in my early forties, which is crazy. I started this podcast. I think I was 29 when I started. That's bonkers to me. Uh, so I'm in my forties. And the thing is that's, I'm kind of in the middle, right? Like I, I'm certainly not in my early twenties anymore where I have my whole professional life ahead of me, but I'm also not in my mid to late sixties, early seventies where it would just be, uh, you know, I've got time on my hands. Hopefully I've got, uh, some savings. I could just go to seminary just for me. So, you know, thinking what would that look like if I went back at this point, I, I can't afford just to go to seminary just for me. In other words, I would need to make a living at it after afterwards somehow. For me, I think that looks like teaching. I think that that's really exciting uh, for me. I think I've always kind of been a teacher. I've always loved doing that in whatever capacity. And so I, I think for me, the idea would be go back to seminary. It, w- it would require a, a PhD after that. And so that's the kind of thing that I'm looking at. But the reasons I'm going back are first for the knowledge and, and then for the career that could follow. Uh, like I said, that would be teaching. I'm kind of open to going anywhere to teaching. You know, I, I went to a small liberal arts Christian college. If I got to teach at a place like that, I, I would love that. I would love that. Um, but we'll see if, if small Christian liberal arts colleges are around in 10 years. <laughs> Uh, look look back at my interview with Q, Q Boehm Lee, if you're wondering why I'm saying that. Anyway, that's where I am. So let me catch you up. I, I meant to record this a few months ago, but here I am. It's November. I actually had the last class meeting of my first quarter last week. And or not last week, this week it was this week, and I have to tell you, it's gone fantastically. I'm, you know, what, let me get into the next part because this will this will lead into what I'm about to say. But I want to talk a little bit about why I chose the seminary that I did. Now, the seminary did not; they're not paying me. I'm not in partnership in any way other than me being a student. So I'm going to Northern Seminary that's in Chicago. Why, why Northern? Well, here are, these are some of the faculty at Northern right now. Scott McKnight, Nijay Gupta, David Fitch. The, all three of those have been on my podcast multiple times. The, uh, Scott has been so formational in my theological growth, my biblical growth, and so helpful. The same for Nijay as well. It, he's been on a few times and pretty recently. And just everything he writes is so incredibly helpful. David Fitch as well. The things that he writes about culture have been really helpful for a long time. Been on the podcast multiple times. Also, Beth Felker-Jones. 
well, I've not had her on the podcast. Maybe I'll get to do that soon. That would be super cool because she's well known. She's amazing, but she taught my first class and it was such a fantastic experience. It was theology one and her style is so good. She's so smart, so knowledgeable. And I enjoyed the class. The class was challenging, but not over my head, which I really appreciated. And I was kind of concerned in the beginning, is the workload going to be too much? It was, it was not too much, but it was appropriate. It wasn't where it, it was challenging, as challenging as I felt like it should be. It was good. I really, really enjoyed this class. And again, this is not necessarily a commercial for Northern, but I'm explaining why I went there. The other thing is they've got other, they will pull in other people who are not full-time faculty to teach kind of a one-off class or something like that. For instance, John Perkins, the guy that I co-wrote my book with, he is kind of a part of their, I don't know what you call it, like, I don't think they call it like adjunct staff, but just uh, he'll come in and and uh, help teach a course or something like that every once in a while. Greg Boyd, Greg Boyd comes in, teaches, a, has taught a few classes at Northern and hopefully we'll keep on doing that. We'd love to take one. I'm actually taking one this summer that's an intensive with Amos Young. He's actually full-time faculty at Fuller, but they bring in people like that. I just, I just think that's so cool. The way that they're doing things where they're not afraid to pull in people from other, other places. If they're smart, you know, if they've got something to offer, um, and yet Northern Northern still keeps uh, a lot of a, a high level of academic integrity, which I really like. It's challenging as it should be, you know, it's not just like Bible school. It's actually rigorous. And I really appreciate that. So I can't say enough of my experience at Northern so far. It's been everything I thought it would be. I'm at this pace. If I took one class per quarter, which I've also, I'm kind of new to this quarter system. I'm still, you know, in the undergrad framework of thinking of semesters. So I wasn't sure how this would go or how I like it. I really like it. It's probably obviously a little more intensive than a semester uh, pace would be, but it's also over very quickly. So I really, I really did like that. Like I said, I was worried about the workload. It was totally fine, uh, challenging, but not overwhelming. And at this pace, it will take me, I think, uh, four years to graduate. Again, I'm in my early 40s. And I just feel like that if I want to uh, by 50, if I want to actually like be teaching somewhere and be done, uh, I'm going to have to pick up the pace a little bit. So next quarter, I'm going to start taking two classes and, you know, hopefully that will take what would be a, a four year time period down to two. Now I'm worried about my time again. I'm still, I, as you know, I'm still working a full-time job outside of all this, like I mentioned before in real estate. And so I am kind of concerned about my time. I'm also still working at my church on a very part-time basis. Kind of concerned about that, but I'm going to go for it and we'll, we'll see what happens. If nothing else, I could, at the end of the next quarter, I could say, well, that was way too intense. I'm gonna have to scale it back, but I'm going to go for it. Hopefully I can do that. And 
I'm very, very excited about it. So I don't know. I just, I feel like you all have been a really good community to me. And, and I don't want to make, I don't want to cheapen that. Like we don't get to sit down for coffee. Some of you have done that and that's been great. But uh, I, I want to just acknowledge that you as listeners have been really important to me and kind of sustain this, especially with uh, not neuro, not making a real income with it. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, but you're just tweets, short emails, things to me, just saying that this was meaningful to you in some way. Some interview I did or something like that was meaningful. That's been really helpful. And I really appreciate that. So I kind of want to let you in on my life and that's what I'm doing. So very busy school work, the podcast church. I've got two kids that are young that I want to be a part of their lives and a marriage that I'm very much invested in and care about. So I want to protect those things, but that's kind of where I am at life. And so, yeah, it probably will, you know, part of me thinks maybe I could keep up the schedule, at least a monthly schedule of this podcast. And maybe I'm just interviewing my professors because that's easier. And they're, and they're amazing people. Like they're people you would want to hear interviews with anyway. We'll see if you've got thoughts. I'd love to, to hear them. You, you know, where to get me Twitter threads email, Facebook, anything, uh, just Google my name. You can find my, any, any way to get in touch with me. I'm not hard to get in touch with. I would love to hear your thoughts, feedback. So yeah, I think the last thing I wanted to talk about today was kind of the funding model of seminary dropout. I've had a Patreon for a while and I'm, I'm very grateful. I, I looked today and it looks like it's covering the costs uh, a little while back, I started hiring someone to do editing for it. And that was great because it took it off off my to-do list, freed up some time. And so basically right now, everything I'm making, I am using it to pay that person and uh, fees associated with hosting a podcast, website f- fees, that sort of thing. And it's basically covering it right now. I don't, I haven't added up exactly what all it costs and exactly what I'm getting to see, I have a feeling I'm still paying out of pocket just a very, very little bit, but kind of negligible amount. Uh, so I'm going to start and you'll see maybe with this podcast, changing some stuff, the intro that's been there forever, I'm going to change out the outro as well. It's, it's getting a little dated. I think I mentioned like iTunes at the end of it, and that's not been a thing for a while. Uh, so I want to update that kind of stuff, just get everything kind of relevant again. And I would, I would, uh, covet your donations through Patreon. And then I'm also setting up a thing. It's actually always been there, but kind of buried in my website where you could do a one-time contribution. I know for me, that's easier. Just the thought of signing up for something that gets taken out of my bank account forever. Even if it's something I like and believe in, that's, there's something like psychologically intimidating about that for me. If you want to give a one-time contribution, you can do that. So in the past, when you've gone to support seminary dropout.com, that would take you directly to my Patreon page. Now, when you go there, it's going to take you to a page on my website where you can either go to the Patreon page if you want to, to contribute regularly, or you can give a one-time thing and that will take you to, uh, I think my PayPal account basically. 
and you can pay any way you want. You don't have to pay through a PayPal account. You can use a debit credit card or whatever you want. And, and you can give that way. So I like in the past, you know, that's not been a big thing I push. I kind of put it out there and I think it'll be the same way, but I do just want to give that reminder. I rarely do this where I specifically talk about and address uh, ways to give to support the show, but it is really helpful. So yeah. So Patreon, if you want to give regularly, Oh, and I've, I've changed the tier system in Patreon. They make you set a certain amount that people want to give per month and in the past, I even, I had the lowest, uh, this is funny now, the lowest tier you could give in the past was 25 cents per episode. And Patreon doesn't even let you do that anymore. I guess I was grandfathered out, uh, grandfathered in. Uh, my idea was, one, I wanted a level where anybody could, anybody could just contribute. Because I felt like, I wanted people to feel like, they had some ownership of the show. They had some buy-in and just anybody, no matter what your income level is, you could do it. And the idea back then was I was publishing uh, every week. So four times a month, 25 cents per episode, that was a dollar a month. And again, I, so that's been retired and I've kind of reset all of the tiers right now. The bottom tier is $5. Now, again, um, these tiers are set per episode. So if it's like this year where I've known only five episodes, it's going to be, uh, and I'm, no, I'm sorry, I've done 10 episodes. They would just basically be like $5 per month and then some months none at all basically is how that would work. And so all, all of it is set per episode knowing that at this point in the life of Seminary Dropout, I'm probably going, I'm probably not going to publish more than once a month. And so if that helps you when you're making that decision, if you want to give some knowing that's the idea now you might say, okay, Shane, but what if, um, what if you, what if something happens and you start publishing more? What if you publish four times? If you go weekly again, all of a sudden something changes in your life and you've got more time, you can do that. And I signed up for a, $10 an episode contribution thinking you're only going to publish 10 times a year, then all of a sudden it's going to charge me uh, $40 per month. You can set in Patreon, you can set it to have a monthly maximum. And, and if you want to do that, then I really, I encourage you to, cause I don't want to, I don't want to surprise anyone either. So just know that you can do that. And then again, I'm on that link, supportsummarydropout.com. It'll take you there and there's a way that you can give just once. And so if you want to like, hey, I'd rather do it once and forget about it. Maybe I'll go once a year and give you a contribution for the entire year, something like that. I totally get it. Or maybe there's a there's an episode that totally hits for you. Like, oh yeah, I needed to hear what that was. And I want to contribute, uh, but just based on that episode one time. Cool. That like that's great. You can go and do that. I totally get it. And hey, listen, if you're listening and you can't give anything at all, or you're spread too thin or whatever, don't ever let that stop you from listening. Please listen. Please enjoy. I, I'm the same way. There's just there's too much stuff out there to enjoy, and I can't give to everything that I enjoy. And I wish that it wasn't the case, but it's it's the way it is. So anyway. 
that's that's it. That's all I've got today. Um, you know what? That's not actually true. I wanted to talk about a few more things. I've kind of tossed around in my head doing some, like mixing it up a little bit with Seminary Dropout. Maybe we do like a, an episode every now and then where it's a Q&A. You could send in questions. If you're interested in that, let me know and, and just go ahead and send a question. And, and maybe we'll do that every once in a while. I don't know. Just a thought. I had another weird thought. Uh, what if, especially since we're not doing episodes weekly, they're sporadic, a few year. What if for every episode we also had a cause? For instance, maybe you know someone who's going through a hard time. They're a sickness. Uh, something devastating's happened. And they need some help. And they've got a GoFundMe page. What if we, what if we, as a listening audience, got together and contributed to that person? Or maybe it's a cause. Maybe it's like a nonprofit that does good work. And just one episode, every episode, we could do a different one. I would mention it briefly. Uh, I would mention the link, and I would not, I would not be receiving any funds myself. It would just be go to this thing. So it'd have to be a certain situation where they have something like a GoFundMe already set up. To, they would need to know that we're going to promote it. I don't want, I, I would hate for someone to uh, find out that we've been broadcasting about them and they didn't know about it and feel weird about that. So they'd have to be on board themselves. And I would probably need some sort of way to just kind of verify that this situation is, is real because the first time we get scammed, it would probably be over and that would really stink. So... Yeah. Uh, let me know what you think about that. You think that's ah, a terrible idea. We, I give another way, Shane. Don't do that. That's cool. I get it. I get that too. Uh, but I thought it would be a fun thing to do to kind of build community and help people that need help. So yeah, that I think that that is actually it. That's all I wanted to say. Thanks for sticking with me. If you're still listening, I really appreciate it. I know that sometimes when podcasts that I listen to, when they do off-brand stuff, I kind of skip it sometimes. So if you're with me now, I really appreciate it. I would always love to hear from you, whether it's email, tweet, some of their social media. Would always love that. So, okay, that's all for today, friends. And I hope you're well. Take care.